You are listening to the Mission Matters Podcast Network, where we amplify the stories of entrepreneurs, executives, and experts. Welcome to Financial Legacy, Nothing Off Limits with Leah. I'm your courageous host. And February is the celebration of Black History Month. And I'm making history. I am so excited to bring you the news of All About Me and Money. This is the show where gems of the world become intrigued by their rare gem moment, rare gem reveal, and moment of truth. And today I'm excited to bring to you a topic that I've been talking with the youth about. All About Me and Money. I'm excited about it because everyone has their own unique relationship with money and you must identify what that looks like. When I say identify, what color are you? What's your colored move? See, there is a color chart and we utilize this color chart for many different reasons. But one way or one effective way of utilizing the color chart is relating it to your mood and money. So during class, I have the pleasure of teaching at Queen I Am. And these lovely young ladies are so excited. They're young, they're vibrant, and they're really grasping the concept of what money is. They get the opportunity to listen to maybe their grandmother, their mothers, or their fathers talk about money, but they don't understand what it means to obtain it, to earn it, to budget it, and really how to spend it. As we know that our children and youth, that they have a list of wants, but as being parents or being an adult, we have a list of needs that must be taken care of first as it is our obligation. So before any wants can be met, what does your needs look like? This is the million dollar question. And a lot of the times when I ask this question, most people honestly can't answer. And the first thing they say is, I got to pay bills. And I just think to myself, that's so unfortunate because you leave yourself out of the equation. The first thing you must do is you must reward yourself as you are the business. Without you, business does not exist. What does that look like? Now, when you're saying reward yourself, it doesn't always have to be a monetary value. There are other ways to reward yourself. What about tangible gifts? I am actually working on a financial literacy time capsule. Super excited to tell you all that this book will be releasing soon and you'll get the opportunity to read some of the tips and tricks that I've utilized over the years with my family as well as other children on how to manage your money and how to earn your money the right way. Before we begin to elaborate on All About Money and Me, I just want to give you some fun facts on financial literacy background and some of the many women who played a very important part in creating the road to where we are. And this began in the early 1900s to 1919. First thing, women emerge as a major force in seeking equality and racial justice for Black Americans during the early part of the 20th centuries. 
They make their mark in the entertainment industry as groundbreaking singers and performers in the early civil rights, as well as the black intellectual and cultural movements emerging as major forces in the founding of the NAACP and the Harlem Renaissance. Black women establish schools for black children and break barriers such as through entering the service of Red Cross. Following are some very key figures such as Nanny Helen Burroughs and others found the Women's Convention of the National Baptist Convention. At one point, it became the largest black woman organization in the United States. Burroughs, a teacher, activist, and strong advocate for racial pride, also founded School for Girls and Women within the organization's sponsorship. Very interesting about Helen. That is in 1901. Regina Anderson is born, a playwright and librarian of African, Native American, Jewish, and European descent. She helped organize in 1924 dinners that creates the Harlem Renaissance, and she became a key figure in the movement. November 2nd, Maggie Lena Walker found St. Luke's Penny Savings Bank at 900 Street, James Street in Richmond, Virginia, becoming the first woman bank president. The National Park Service describes the day. While music played and speeches were given, nearly 300 eager customers waited patiently to open bank accounts. While some people deposited more than $100, Others started accounts with just a few dollars, including one person who deposited just 31 cents. At the end of the day, the bank had 280 deposits, totaling over $8,000 and sold 1,247 dollars worth of stocks, bringing the total to 9,340 dollars and 44 cents. See, this is just some fun facts and history that I get to talk about with these youth during class. As being a woman, it is very important to understand who helped pave the way or bridge the gap for me to live in my purpose today. There were some really great women ahead of our time. Our ancestry is very important. The one thing that I do know right now in our economy today is our great Congresswoman Chantel Brown is really raising awareness. Ohio is leading a dangerous charge to erase Black history from our schools and silencing Black voices. Just two years ago, the Ohio GOP banned teaching Black history in schools replacing an anti-racism resolution with a ban on divisive topics. Now they're trying to strip the Board of Education of its power by vesting it in an appointed figure, giving our Republican governor control of the curriculum. This is something that is truly unacceptable, and it's really time to take action. The only true action against this type of anti-racism resolution is education. And the education begins simply with you doing your research or tuning in to me because it gets really interesting and it gets really fun. Our education system is very broken. And I didn't know what that truly meant until now. The education provider or taught to our youth is primarily designed for the community or neighborhood you live in. 
One could arguably say that this isn't fair, but have no clue on how to start the change in our environment to impact the world. As time continued to pass, the desperate feeling to escape poverty, homelessness, and suffering becomes a daily reality of the lack of education and resources. Okay, I know I said a lot, and that's probably a lot to take in, but I said it to say this. I am in the city of Cleveland, Ohio, and I look around our community, and every day there are things that I genuinely want to change because our environment needs it. I do understand that I am only one person, and I cannot do everything. And here is where the community is so important. You know, there used to be a saying that the community raised the child. You know, everyone, your neighbors would look in and they would be able to look out for you if your parents were at work, if they saw you getting into some trouble. Well, those days have honestly come to an end, okay? And based on the systemic inequality that we suffer from in our day-to-day life, These rules or these practices that were a part of our black culture have now faded. And here's how, you know, we want to know how do how do we get back to that? Right. How do we get back to being able to provide for our families in such a devastating era? Our children is lacking and they need the help or they need the supervision. But what about trust? You can you can't trust people. And so there's a few factors that you look at when you say trust. First and foremost, within building trust, is you kind of probably want to know a few things about people before you know you build a trust. You not can't be so much worried about where they're going, but kind of want to find out who they are. So I'll just give you a few things about me. One of the icebreakers that I regularly have with class is we talk all about me. And here are some of the questions I ask. Your age. I am 38 years old. My birthday is October 17th. My favorite movie is Cry Baby. And my favorite color is green. Green is my favorite color because it represents wealth, prosperity, life, sustainability. As it represents a great deal of what we see every day. It's nature. It's soothing to me. And I like all shades. So before we can even begin to engage and talk about financial literacy as I like to have an icebreaker with. And so I ask you the question, what are your needs and wants? Well, first, let's talk about the difference. A need is a necessity. It's a requirement. It's an obligation. Wants is something that's deficient or you desire or you wish for. And so with that being said, think about it. Right now at this very point in time, in this moment, what are your needs? What are your wants? How do you identify with that? What helps you make the choice on knowing the difference? You see, money mindset is very important in building a healthy relationship with money. Money is a tool that can buy your needs and wants. Money is not difficult to obtain, make, earn, or save. What color am I? You know, again, we talk about this color chart. And this is how I help students identify on a day-to-day basis just some of their moods and some of their emotions because every emotion is experienced by degrees from diminished to fiercely intense. The intensity of the emotion is indicated by the depth of the color in the wheel. That is, the emotion 
intensifies towards the will center, where multiple emotions combine and interact. The will of emotion theory helps make incredibly complex emotional concepts easier to understand. The will can be used to visualize emotions, giving us insight into the combinations of emotions and their implications. By objectively describing our emotions, we can get a better handle on certain difficult situations and how to deal with them. Many emotions can be triggered and experienced when making financial decisions. As I take a look at this wheel, it's a really nice wheel. It has so many pretty colors. And in the center of this wheel of emotion theory, you see the words such as loathing, which is purple. You see the word grief. It's a very pretty light blue. You see the word amazement, which is a very nice green. And you see the word terror it gives you a light green. Admiration is a lighter green. And serenity is a yellow. That is a shade by itself. And then you have vigilance. That is a bright orange. And as it continues to move outwards, you're coming into words such as joy and trust. You know, that is paired with serenity. And then you're looking at words like anticipation and angry and aggressiveness. As this moves more to your pinks and your red, those bold colors. Maybe you become a little disgusted and angry and contempt. As that's like a lighter color of the pink. And moving more into the purple. And sadness. Sadness is represented by the blues, the light blues. So we know these colors as many things. But this is the will of emotions that we use. We also talk about psychologist Abram Maslow. He developed his hierarchy of needs theory in 1943. According to Maslow, needs lower on the pyramid must be satisfied before an individual can progress to addressing the needs at a higher level. But the higher people climb up the needs hierarchy, the more fulfilling their lives can be. And so let's take a look at what that looks like. And when we're taking a look at Maslow hierarchies of needs, at the top, self-actualization needs is the top of the pyramid. The highest level of Maslow's hierarchy of needs is self-actualizing. This is when people focus on personal growth, legacy, and making a positive difference. The next level is esteem needs. Fourth on Maslow hierarchy of needs. It includes the desire for personal achievement, accomplishment, status, and earning respect, love, and belonging needs. These social needs include the desire to be accepted in love and to share affection. Security needs. The next level on Maslow hierarchy of needs includes the desire for safety and security. Psychological needs. Maslow believes that needs such as food, water, air, and sleep are the most basic, fundamental, and instinctive. All other needs described in this hierarchy become secondary until core psychological needs are met. Really simple. Take a moment and reflect. Think about your mental and your emotional needs. Where are you right now? If you woke up this morning and you're a business owner and you're not in a good place, take a minute. Decompress. Breathe in. Breathe out and release all of the things that is affecting you and holding you back from your dreams, from your success, from your clarity, your relationship with God, and most importantly, your relationship with yourself. 
as that is the number one thing that cannot be affected. Self must be put first. Our needs, emotions, money, and the connection. What does it all mean? If you close your eyes for just a moment and imagine you've just won the equivalent of six months worth of your salary or wages, what's your first reaction? How does this make you feel? Did the feeling release some stress or get you excited? Hmm. Let that sit there for a moment. As I reflect, I'm getting very excited. Now imagine that you just lost the same amount of money. Now, how do you feel? Hmm, I'm feeling like my stress level is going to rise a little bit, but I'm feeling like I got control of this. As I am money, as I am the wealth, and I walk to it diligently daily, not only do I plan strategically, but I also make sure I include those who can help me obtain my wealth. I make sure that I network often and that I reach out to others just to keep the connection going. Money affects more than just our bank accounts. It has an impact on our emotions. And right now you're probably sitting here like, "Mm, I haven't thought about if that were to happen, if I were to lose my job or I were to lose six months worth of salary. We live in the days and time where, yes, that is very possible, but we also live in the days and time where if you were to lose employment today, Tomorrow, it will be an easy fix because there is so much room for elevation as you can always go from one career to the next. The world and business owners is in desperate need of filling positions that only people, not robots, can maintain and sustain for business to continue. Our emotions impacts our sense of well-being, overall mood, and even our health manifested as stress or the lack thereof. The emotional responses evoked by our personal finances influence the money decisions we make. It is very important to identify and be mindful of any feelings you may have that may have an impact on your personal finance. But luckily, there are steps you can take to minimize emotional responses so you can make logical financial decisions. One of the reasons our finances trigger our emotional response is because all of our personal needs are influenced by money. Abraham Maslow was a psychologist who wrote about human motivation. Maslow developed a hierarchy of needs theory where he identified the five key needs that human must have to be fulfilled and all five are affected by the one's personal finances. Financial psychology, values and emotions. Again, there is a significant relationship between your values, emotions, and personal finance. First, define your definition of wealth based on your personal values, priorities, and goals. Identify your values in relationship to money and finances. Identify the role of emotions on one's relationship with and thoughts about money. Your financial traits and habits affect your finances. Identify your financial tendencies and habits that affect your financial goals. Illustrate the impact of your financial traits or your financial decisions. And identify the elements of being a good steward of money. What does that look like? You know, what I tell people all the time is I budget my money the way that I budget my time. And I believe in scheduling my priorities. And I believe in scheduling my bills as well. 
for all of those who have a bank and you bank with a financial institution. I hope that you are taking advantage of the bill pay. As not only does this provide a record for payment history, but you also are covered by the bank in case something was to happen to your funds. But the banks have now built a very strategic relationships with most organizations for you to pay your bills and get them there on time. So for those who are lacking behind and maybe you have not begun to utilize this service, take a look at your financial institution and allow them to help you for free. If you're banking with someone, they should be able to provide you with services that can help increase or elevate your life without the stress. Therefore, making you the greatest steward of money. Now, your financial psychology also depends on your external influences. External influences can definitely impact your financial decisions. You know, think of or describe maybe the external factors that influence your financial decisions, including advertising, family, culture, society. Not all financial information is accurate or truthful, so you have to be very careful about what you're looking up. Explain different ways to distinguish between accurate and inaccurate financial information. What does that mean for you? How do you know if this information is accurate or if it's inaccurate? If you are operating a business and you're a business owner, I hope that you are aware of what your monthly bills are looking like. That is your overhead. If you can find a way to save on your overhead or cut back on your expenses, you simply can do this by making sure that all of the information is accurate. And you can even contact your organization, maybe Illuminating or maybe Dominion, and you can request an accurate reading. You can request for this organization or these companies to come out and read your meters to give you an accurate reading and not an estimate. That would definitely help you save on the money. And most importantly, you want to illustrate how inaccurate information can, through various external influence can definitely impact you. So these are some things that you want to be very aware of, especially propaganda and investing, as you want to make sure that, again, you are a good steward of your money. And what that looks like for you is going to be completely different than what that looks like for me. But here are some of the factors that I consider when I am making my list of priorities and how I can address them. Here's a great one. Financial goals. Your financial goals affect your finances. List ways in which goals can have a positive and negative influence on your finance. Again, let me say that because we all have habits and we are creatures of habits. And depending on where you spend your money, you want to sit down and you want to create a list of positive and negative influences. If you have more than one account, such as Netflix or Hulu. You want to determine which one is the best, and maybe you can cut back and you'll save yourself some money. Maybe you won't notice it over the month, but you will notice it over a year's time. A subscription of $17.99 times 12, hmm, that is a value that you can see that can be actually saved elsewhere. You can probably utilize that money to invest and do something else. You also want to list factors that affect your goals, including peers, culture, location, past experiences. And then 
after you take a look at that, you list the advantages and the disadvantages of setting your financial goals based on your desires, your needs, and your wants. Last but not least, list ways to give back, including making donations, volunteering, or maybe just starting a business. Whatever your contribution to society is, make sure it's a great one to live your legacy and to live in your purpose. Most importantly, these actions that I've listed are just a few steps that you can help make this world a better place. And that includes decreasing the deficit per family. So if these are some of the strategies that you've been seeking, I hope this helps you out. I so appreciate everyone who has tuned into Financial Legacy, Nothing Off Limits with Leah. I am so grateful for your support. I love you and I appreciate you. I want you to continue to tune in. If this is giving you what you need, please download and subscribe. And I want you to anticipate the audiobook and the book because it will be dropping soon. And you can continue to hit me up on IG. You can reach me at financial underscore legacy underscore Leah. Send me an email. That's president at A-L-E-A-S helpinghand.vision. Thank you so much. And I will talk with you next time. This has been a Mission Matters Network production. Listen to this show and browse our entire catalog by visiting missionmatters.com.